0: The Chinese spy balloon tracked from the source. That's the word from U.S. officials. They say they've traced the craft from its start in Hainan, China, all the way to Alaska, through Canada, then the continental United States. The question now, why didn't the U.S. take action sooner? And what's so significant about where the balloon was launched? What can that location tell us about the motives behind it? And are the two superpowers gearing up for a potential hot war? Welcome to China in Focus. I'm Tiffany Meyer. First up, President Biden addressing U.S. China relations and America's future approach to unidentified flying objects. NTD's Iris Tao has more from the White House. Four days
1: after the U.S. military shot down a third unidentified flying object and 14 days after it destroyed a Chinese spy balloon, President Biden formally addresses the nation.
2: Because we knew its path, we were able to protect sensitive sites against collection the violation of our sovereignty is unacceptable we'll act to protect our country and we did
1: Biden says he'll talk to China Xi Jinping without apologies but he didn't specify when
2: I expect to be speaking with President Xi and I hope we have we are going to get to the bottom of this but I make no apologies for taking down that balloon thank you very much
1: when are you speaking to President Xi Mr. President China has taken on the offense after spy balloon got caught, accusing the U.S. of flying balloons to China and retaliating by sanctioning U.S. defense companies on Thursday. The White House calls China's accusations false and Beijing sanctions.
0: Symbolic and unnecessary.
1: Meanwhile, the Senate on Thursday unanimously passed a resolution condemning the Chinese Communist Party. The majority leader says it sends a clear message.
0: That China's belligerence, their near endless escalating tactics and their scornful disregard for American sovereignty is
2: unacceptable.
1: And as for the unidentified flying objects, Biden says they were most likely balloons tied to private companies or research institutions.
2: Nothing right now suggests they were related to China's spy balloon program. But Biden does warn. But make no mistake, if any object presents a threat to the safety and security of the American people, I will take it down.
1: Meanwhile, the future parameters for taking down unknown objects will be classified but shared with lawmakers. Biden also outlined steps to better monitor objects in U.S. airspace, including creating an inventory of unmanned objects flying around the skies and improving detection capabilities. Reporting from the White House, Arush Tao, NTD News.
0: Multiple outlets citing anonymous U.S. officials stating the Chinese spy balloon took off from China's Hainan Island last month. The land mass located off the country's southern coast. That's according to the Washington Post and CBS. But is the island capable of launching this kind of balloon? Rolling Stone magazine identified a launch facility in satellite imagery of the island. Space imaging firm Planet Labs captured those images. It's unclear if the facility is related to the spy balloon Washington shot down earlier this month. But even before news of the balloon, a naval base in Hainan was already on America's intelligence radar. Other countries in the region have also kept it in their sights. The island is known as China's Hawaii, and for good reason. It's a vacation hotspot home to a tropical climate and sandy beaches. But it's also a strategically important location, complete with its own military base. To the east of the island is Taiwan. To the south, the South China Sea. Both of those areas among the most likely battlegrounds for a military conflict in Asia. If Chinese ships or submarines were to deploy from the island, they could travel beyond what's called the First Island Chain – It's made up of a series of land masses that separate mainland China from the deep waters of the Pacific. Those depths are needed to conceal armed submarines from U.S. radar detection and would allow Chinese vessels to approach America's west coast, unseen. Also worth noting, the area to the west of Hainan Island is a major shipping route, connecting China to the Middle East for oil trade. In 2020, CNN reported on another satellite image from Planet Labs. It appeared to show a submarine entering a tunnel under the naval base in Hainan. The submarine was a suspected nuclear-powered vessel. A Japanese military expert pointed out that the naval base could accommodate six nuclear-powered submarines based on its size. A Chinese aircraft carrier went into service at the naval base in 2019. Now we turn to Taiwan. According to a senior U.S. diplomat, a military conflict between China and Taiwan would be a matter of security for more than just Asia, and would impact the entire world. One of the things
3: a lot of people in the world don't understand is that, and Americans as well, 50 percent of all shipping at one point or another goes through the Taiwan Strait.
0: U.S. Deputy Secretary of State Wendy Sherman urged all countries to warn Beijing against acting out the worst scenario. I urge all countries to tell the PRC, this affects me, this affects my people, my country. This is not a good idea. PRC is the short form for People's Republic of China. Sherman also voiced hope that China would avoid using visits by U.S. lawmakers as a pretext for military action against Taiwan. After then-U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi visited Taiwan last year, China kicked off a military drill in the waters around the island, encircling it. Sherman also touched on China's support for Russia's invasion of Ukraine. But what I would say to all of those who are supporting Russia, uh, you're going to end up with an albatross around your neck. Sherman made the remarks Wednesday during an event for the Washington-based think tank the Brookings Institute. An investment decision based on business or potential risks over Taiwan. Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway has dramatically slashed its stake in Taiwanese chip giant
4: TSMC in recent months. Here's more. According to a filing, Berkshire cut its position in the company by just over 86% in the fourth quarter. On Tuesday, Berkshire unveiled the filing of the sale. The news drove shares in the Taiwanese company down 6% the day after. The move comes just months after Berkshire had purchased more than $4 billion worth of TSMC stock. Such a turnaround is rare for Berkshire, but not unprecedented. Taking a closer look at Taiwan's microchip sector, more than 90% of the most cutting-edge chips are manufactured on the island. And TSMC is its leading company, making up more than half the global chip market's revenue. Charles Munder, vice chairman of Berkshire, said Tuesday that TSMC is the strongest semiconductor company on Earth. He didn't elaborate on Berkshire's reasons for the sale. Likewise, Berkshire's investors are asking questions. A longtime investor in Berkshire, Thomas Russo, speculated that Buffett might have seen an environment change, which could spell bad news for TSMC. Tensions between mainland China and Taiwan have risen in recent years. China has vowed to take over the democratically ruled island by force if necessary.
0: In the South China Sea, Washington's relations with the Philippines are warming. The two countries are planning a joint drill, their biggest since 2015. All of these exercises that we are doing are uh, in response to all types of threats that we may be facing in the future, both man-made and natural. This comes as the Philippines condemns Beijing for its aggressive action. China's Coast Guard troops reportedly flashed a military-grade laser at their Filipino counterparts this week, temporarily blinding the crew. Washington later reaffirmed that it would defend the Philippines if necessary. The Southeast Asian country has also granted the U.S. greater access to its military bases. The joint drill is scheduled for the second quarter of the year. Canada's government is doing away with research funding for certain projects, namely those that collaborate with researchers linked to the Chinese military. Officials now urging its universities and province-level officials to do the same. Here's more.
4: A Tuesday joint statement from several Canadian ministries sheds light on the move and explains what disqualifies a project from federal money. The ban targets grant applications for research in sensitive areas. They won't get funding if those projects involve researchers tied to certain universities, research institutes or laboratories, those entities connected to military, national defense or state security bodies run by foreign state actors. Besides that ban, the ministers also wrote to universities, requesting that they follow similar guidelines for their research partnerships. Reports show that from 2005 to 2022, researchers at 50 Canadian universities have worked with Chinese military-linked scientists. Other investigations say scholars at 10 of Canada's leading universities have, in the past five years, published nearly 250 papers with China-linked researchers. Many of those projects focused on cutting-edge technology. Canada's intelligence service warns that Beijing is using joint research programs to help innovate for its own economic and military development.
0: All eyes are back on the Iran nuclear deal as the Iranian president visits Beijing. The U.S. is now encouraging China to play a role in sanctioning Iran over its nuclear development. State Department spokesman Ned Price saying it's in both Beijing and Washington's interest to keep sanctions in place.
1: The PRC has uh, a role to play and very clearly signaling to Iran that uh, it's destabilizing activities, that it's brinksmanship. Uh, is not going to be uh, rewarded. It's not going to be countenanced. Uh, It is not something that the international community uh, is prepared uh, to uh, sit idly by.
0: On the other hand, Chinese leader Xi Jinping expressed support for Iran on Tuesday during the president's visit. Xi also accused the U.S. of what he called intervening in Iran's internal affairs. Both China and Iran pledged to strategically counter Western sanctions in place because of the stalled nuclear deal. What's more, officials from both countries signed 20 cooperation agreements, ranging from tourism to communication to information technology. China also promised to buy more agricultural exports from Iran. That's in exchange for Iran's help in growing Beijing's Belt and Road Initiative. The ambitious infrastructure project is known to expand the Chinese regime's overseas influence. Looking closer at China-Iran relations, this isn't the first time Beijing has sided with Tehran. Several world powers reached the Iran nuclear deal back in 2015. Of them, China played a major role. In 2018, then-President Donald Trump withdrew the U.S. from the deal. He claimed Iran was secretly developing its nuclear program under the radar. And just last December, China urged the United States to lift all sanctions on Iran and bring back the nuclear deal. Iran is becoming more reliant on China, as U.S. sanctions cripple its economy. A crucial technology maker is accusing an employee in China of stealing its data, and says expert controls may have been violated. ASML is the world's top manufacturer of lithography machines. This type of equipment is needed to produce semiconductors. But ASML takes that technology a step further. It's the globe's only supplier of extreme ultraviolet lithography machines. Each one cost around $200 million. And the company has sold around 140 of them over the past decade. The cutting-edge machines are used in high-volume manufacturing and craft the highly complex foundation layers of the world's smallest, most advanced microchips. Sizes range from 7, 5, even down to just 3 nanometers in length. Microchip-making giants like Intel and TSMC use ASML's machines to make their most advanced tech. Because of that, ASML has gotten tangled in the rising tech war between the U.S. and China. By Washington's request, the company has been restricted from selling its most advanced equipment to China since 2019. It's the second time in two years that the Netherlands-based company brought charges against Chinese entities. The first time, it accused a Chinese company of trade secret theft. Sales to China make up about 14% of ASML's total annual revenue. They're expected to hold steady this year at around $2.3 billion. The company forecasts overall growth to rise about 25 percent for 2023. With balloons floating through the sky, it's easy to forget about what's beneath our feet. Information superhighways that quietly traverse the depths of the ocean. Chinese companies withdrew from an undersea cable project. Here's more.
3: Beijing is pulling back from an internet cable project that would link Southeast Asia with Western Europe. It's called the CME V6 pipeline. To build it, nearly 12,000 miles of subsea cables would be laid to the tune of $500 million. Last year, two of China's top telecom giants decided to step away from the plan and take back their almost 20 percent investment. Sources say the decision sparked after an American company was chosen over another Chinese firm for a key part of the project. That's as China competes with the United States for control of global undersea cables. They are a unique kind of infrastructure, tasked with transmitting about 95 percent of the world's intercontinental Internet traffic. That means cellular data, video calls, messages, emails and more. Around 400 cables are in active use today, spanning nearly 870,000 miles. Here's the trouble. Some have raised concerns about espionage, saying that the stations where the cables began and end are at risk of getting intercepted by foreign adversaries and hackers. Back to the Simi We6 pipeline. A smaller Chinese state-owned company is also still in the plan, though China Unicom has not revealed its investment in the project a number of non-Chinese companies are also working on it, like Microsoft, Orange, and Telecom Egypt. The project bears a similar scale to the peace cable, which links Singapore and France, that pipeline entirely constructed by Chinese companies. Washington has rejected a number of undersea cables since 2020. Officials cite national security concerns, given the lines directly link the U.S. to mainland China or Hong Kong. Construction on the new pipeline is expected to finish in 2025. The
0: Beijing-appointed governor of the Xinjiang region cancelling plans to visit the U.K. Xinjiang is also called East Turkestan by the native Uyghur population. The move comes after Uyghur campaigners protested the governor's visit on Monday outside the U.K.'s foreign office. The United States sanctioned the governor for alleged serious human rights violations. Officials say they involve his reported involvement in Beijing's suppression of Uyghurs. Members of British Parliament declared in 2021 that Uyghurs are suffering genocide in Xinjiang, though the British government has not made the same determination. The Xinjiang governor reportedly scrapped similar visits to Brussels and Paris. Coming up, more on the Chinese spy balloon. Beijing calls it a harmless weather sensor, but an expert says even if it only collected climate data, it could still
5: be part of preparations for a military conflict. What's really key here is intimate weather data over these nuclear bases. In order for nuclear warheads, or more importantly, new new hypersonic glide vehicle nuclear warheads to hit their targets, that the PLA requires intimate weather data.
0: On NTD's Newsmakers program, Joshua Phillip and I spoke to Rick Fisher, senior fellow at the International Assessment and Strategy Center for a breakdown. More on that in just a minute, here on China in Focus. Welcome back to China In Focus. I'm Tiffany Meyer. The Chinese Communist Party, or CCP, sent at least one spy balloon into U.S. airspace. Is this part of a preparation for a military conflict? During NTD's Newsmakers program, Joshua Phillip and I spoke to Rick Fisher, senior fellow at the International Assessment and Strategy Center, for more on that possibility. Rick, thank you so much for joining us. Great to see you.
5: Great to see you, Tiffany and Josh.
0: So we know that at least one of the objects that entered U.S. airspace was a balloon from China. And while the CCB claims it was a weather balloon, the Pentagon has said that's 100% not true. What's really going on here?
5: Hainan Island is where China keeps most of its nuclear missile-armed, uh, nuclear-powered submarines, its SSBNs. These are now armed, according to uh, a U.S. Navy revelation, about five months ago with the new JL-3 submarine-launched ballistic missile. U.S. intelligence officials also revealed that the balloon was was aimed at Guam, but was mistakenly blown off course when it was gathered up by uh, drafts and strong winds. Well, this is uh, not believable at all, not credible. If the People's Liberation Army thought their surveillance balloon was being mistakenly directed, they could have uh, uh, prompted it to be destroyed, but they didn't. They were quite pleased that the balloon would be carried over the United States, that it would allow the PLA to observe uh, uh, several American nuclear weapon bases and provide, what's really key here, is intimate weather data over these nuclear bases. In order for nuclear warheads, or more importantly, new, new hypersonic glide vehicle nuclear warheads to hit their targets, the, the PLA requires intimate weather data. A, a balloon inside the atmosphere can provide that data much better. Hmm. Now, Rick, you know, we saw some video footage of the Chinese Communist Party testing different weapon launch platforms using balloons like this, uh, including for the hypersonic glide missiles. Do you see that as a realistic threat uh, from the Chinese Communist Party? The use of the balloons to launch hypersonic glide vehicles was part of an aerodynamic test. Uh, they, they wouldn't be dropping those on, on uh, American targets. But the balloon itself is a surveillance platform, imagery, and more importantly, weather data, so that the correct trajectory can be put on those warheads and hypersonic glide vehicles.
0: And Rick, you've been speaking about China's military buildup, specifically in space. How should we read Biden's messaging on this balloon, and how do you think China will?
5: Well, the administration's delay for several days in shooting down this balloon sends a message of confusion and chaos. How will Biden react when China actually attacks Taiwan, slaughtering tens or hundreds of thousands of of people. Uh, And why isn't the administration explaining plainly that the balloon was launched from one of the most important PLA nuclear weapons complexes? It is equipped to help target Chinese nuclear warheads. And it's traversing the United States represents a Chinese exercise in nuclear coercion and intimidation. Hmm. Well, that's pretty serious. Rick, do you think it's accurate to say that this does represent then, a nuclear threat from China? It is part of the complex of systems, uh, Josh, that allow China to accurately target its nuclear weapons. Uh, it, it can't be overstated that estimating the weather, the density of the atmosphere, the direction of the winds, whether there's rain, or snow over a target is crucial to the targeting of these weapons. A balloon inside the atmosphere will always obtain better data, weather data, than uh, uh, satellites in space. And uh, this balloon uh, is controlled by the strategic support force, most likely. The strategic support force also controls the satellites and is intimately involved in the targeting of Chinese nuclear weapons. Now, if you were to tell people what the significance is of all this, you know, in terms of the timing, there was going to be a, a pretty high-level diplomatic meeting in China. Why now? Why? Why, is this, why do you think the CCP is doing this right now, Josh? Right now, because this is the year that Xi Jinping wants to make clear to the United States that their support for Taiwan, for freedom on Taiwan could lead to war, even nuclear war, uh, and the balloon is really the first of, of what's going to become a constant pattern in our lives of uh, you know, aircraft carriers uh, sailing off our coasts, bombers flying off our coasts. PLA, nuclear and military intimidation, is only going to grow and become regular in our lives from this point. The balloon marks a beginning of the Chinese desire to make Americans afraid.
0: Wow. Well, Rick, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. That's all for today's China in Focus. I'm Tiffany Meyer. If you have any feedback on the show or have something you'd like to see us cover, send us an email at ntd.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for watching. See you tomorrow.